Hold, please. Hold for the music, everybody. <laughs> We're trying something new here. You bastard. Is it going to work yet? Play. There we Hello. go. We are not available now. What the fuck is this? Did I just pay money for please, this? Please, please, please. I'm feeling very ripped off right now. <laughs> All right, fuck this. this might be getting canceled after like less than one month. All right. It is episode 207 of Nacho Flack of the Podcast. I am, as always, as I continue to remind people, even after the real Joe Flacco leads miraculous, historic comebacks, that I am still not Joe Flacco. Uh, I am joined here, as always, by Doug. Um, yo, yo. And periodically by Trevor, but Trevor is not here right now. So, um, if you're, if you're following on the stream and I look extra handsome, uh, it's because I, 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 I upgraded this service. Oh, there's the beer upgraded my, my streaming service. Um, I thought if I can't play the intro music, that's kind of, you know, I think I just wasted 25 bucks, but I wanted 1080p. I wanted to make it so I wasn't looking like I was being recorded by a potato. Um, alas, well, we have some technical difficulties. We're going to power through me and Doug are going to, we're going to have a good time. We get a good agenda for today. Crazy week too. And we got Doug handsome Doug on, uh, on camera this week. Yo, yo. So, um, Doug, I, I will just, we'll start with Kirk cousins. Okay. Um, season to this. Yeah, we don't have to get to. I mean, Bias Boulevard comes after the the primetime games, and I think it's good because it allows us to get warmed up. We can crack some jokes without getting to the gut punch that we both went through this weekend for different different punches. Same similar feelings, I think. Yeah. But let's let's. So I, the Vikings posted a video of Adam Thielen talking to a kid who had just been through chemo and he'd like just gotten, and this was to like today's game. Kids got a, you know, cancer's ass t-shirt on very wholesome, typical NFL propaganda. And I just kept thinking this fucking kid gets through cancer, beats cancer and then the Vikings have the nerve to give him tickets to see Kirk Cousins play on Monday night. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Like what? Where do where do you get off, Minnesota? Jesus. Yeah, they're really putting the Kirk Cousins curse to test with that. I mean, seven year old cancer survivor. How about a little bit of how about being a little bit more responsible? You you have so much power, Kirk. Why would you why would you dare attempt to taint that 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 poor boy? He's been through enough. Um, 
So the, it turns out the easiest way to avoid, there's two ways to avoid the Kirk Cousins curse in, in, in a given season, is just to not have the Vikings on your schedule, which is fine. Okay. You still run the risk of running into them in the playoffs, though. And and that, you know, the Saints did. The Saints have been knocked out by the Cousins curse of the playoffs one time. Um, but the the second easiest way to avoid the Cousins curse is just to, to what do you do? Do you request? How do you get the, how do you get Kirk Cousins on a Monday night football? Like where <laughs> whose dick did <laughs> Philly have to suck to get Kirk Cousins on Monday night the Prime week time. after we got to play the Lions. Eagles. Uh, Sorry, no, 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 no lion slander intended. But I mean, if you're looking at the schedule, going Lions into Kirk Cousins Monday Night Kirk Cousins doesn't get much easier than that, right? So, yeah the uh, the Vikings didn't look very good at all, and the Eagles looked pretty good tonight. I thought Jalen Hurts. Had himself a game. Yeah, I think it was a. It was certainly a. By the way, I I love having you on camera. This feels like I'm actually talking to a human being. Like this is way better than <laughs> not than, than not having you guys on camera. Yeah. Um. The the Vikings fans were riding so high after last week, like. Multiple people in the DMs, in the comments, Kirk Cousins MVP season. You got Michael Irvin out there saying Kirk Cousins MVP season. You know how you fuck up an MVP narrative real quick? Throw three picks on week two Monday Night Football. <laughs> That's how you do it. Kirky. And, they, and, and they slaughtered. They killed the the Packers. Yeah. And then just at home. And and this this was at home. No, no, this was in Philly, right? This game tonight, oh yeah, was in Philly. Yeah, it was in Philly. Um, but what a what a mess! What a mess! Kirk Cousins on the road Monday Night Football. He finished. Just drum roll, please. Um, he finished with three interceptions. Where's my box score? I got it right 27 here. Of, Twenty-seven of forty-six. 221 yards. That's a 4.8 average. A QBR of 17.5. <laughs> where where average is 50. 17.5 QBR. And then a passer rating where like 90, 95 is average, 51. Kirky. To Kirky's credit. Did lead the team in rushing. What was twenty one yards? Twenty yards 20. on two carries. Twenty on two carries. Dalvin Cook, seventeen yards. Jeez. The, you know, the eagle, the Eagles fan that that listens to this, she's not going to like this. The Eagles looked really fucking good. Yeah, Jalen Hurts looked great. Did he go 26 of 31, 333, TD and interception? Well, I think he ran two touchdowns, right? Yeah, two, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns rushed. Oh, yeah, and he tacked on 57 yards. So 
390 yards of offense from Jalen Hurts, three touchdowns and a pick. And spread it around. Goddard, 82 yards. Devontae, 80 yards. Quez Watkins and A.J. Brown, each with 69. Nice. 69. Um, What an ass kicking. Yeah, no, Eagles look good. I, um, I did some research on the Cousins curse this this week. It goes deeper. And I I went deeper because I wanted to, you know, the, 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 the other comment I get other than like, no, he beat the Ravens in 2012. Fuck you. No, he didn't take it up with the NFL. He threw two passes. Didn't start. Um, and the point is, if Kirk Cousins had played the whole game, that fucking Ravens wouldn't have lost. Yeah. Um, <sighs> the other comment I get that's fairly prevalent is, oh, I bet th- I bet you could say this about a lot of guys. And you know what? I usually just go, maybe, maybe fucking not. But it feels so true about Kirk Cousins. Um, when I – so I went back. The first post I made about this was 2019. And the Falcons just got smoked by the Vikings uh, week one. And I'm like, oh, that's... Or it was maybe week two. It was early in the season. And I'm like... And in my head, I go, that's how you know you're a bad team. Like, if you lose to Kirk Cousins, that should be... That's your first sign. This early in the season, that's the first sign that, like... Things aren't... Things aren't going to go the way you want them to the rest of the year. Bad things are coming. So I went through and cataloged every single quarterback since Kirk has been in the league that has beat a team that won the won their conference or appeared in the Super Bowl. Same fucking thing. Yeah. Right? And then I'm looking at it. And I'm like, damn, there's a lot of active quarterbacks on here. So here are the week one starters that have not ever beat a Super Bowl contender. Okay. And, and let me just say this. In 2019, Kirk Cousins had had 88 starts under his belt. And that feels like, I mean, if it's the Cousins curse, and I just noticed it when he had about 88, when he had 80 starts or somewhere around there, that around that time is when you would start to get worried that like, Hey, maybe this quarterback can't win against like a top, top, top team. Um, so here are the folks that have the opening day starters that have not beaten a team that has gone on to play in the Super Bowl. Um, We'll just start with the 2021 NFL draft, the 2021 rookie quarterbacks. So this is Davis Mills and then the five assholes drafted in the first round. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, um, may you rest in peace, uh, Justin Fields, and Mac Jones. Okay. None of those guys have beaten, and it should go without saying, right? They were rookies last yeah. year and uh, would have probably had to get very lucky to beat the Bucks or the Rams. Anyway. Um, so then you've got Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has not beaten a uh, a team that has made it to the Super Bowl. We know that because he lost to the he Rams. Lost in the Super Bowl. Right. Um, Tua has not 
beaten a team that has gone on to play in the Super Bowl. That's fine. 22 starts, one-fourth of a Kirk Cousins. Jalen Hurts, 20 starts. Geno Smith, 35 starts. Never beaten a team that's gone on to play in the Super Bowl. Daniel Jones, not surprising, but still, 38 starts. Never beat a team that's gone on to play in the Super Bowl. This one might surprise you, even though he's fairly young. It's just because he's so fucking good that you'd have expected, like, okay, maybe this would this this one surprised the hell out of me. Only 61 starts. So he's not at Kirk Cousins territory just yet. Okay. Josh Allen. Ooh. Josh Allen's at 61 starts. Kirk Cousins is currently at 121 starts without beating a team that has gone on to play in the Super Bowl. And now we get to the fun part. Let me just rattle off some names of guys that have beaten teams that have gone on to play in the Super Bowl. Um, Matt Schaub, RG3, Andy Dalton, Christian Ponder, Eli Manning, Colin Kaepernick, uh, Joe Flacco, uh, Jane, oh, basically anybody that started week one that I haven't already, that I didn't say in the in the previous little bit there, you can just factor in. But uh, I might repeat them anyway, just just because we got time. Yeah. Uh, Joe Flacco, Colin Kaepernick, Jameis Winston, Cam Newton, Marcus Mariota, Blake Bortles, Mitch Trubisky, Sam Bradford, Austin. I couldn't, I don't even know what team he was playing for, Davis. Peyton Manning. Maybe Kyle the Orton. It could have been the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Orton, Terod Taylor, Tony Romo, Dak, Charlie Batch, Big Ben, Andrew Luck, Philip Rivers, Jay Cutler, Michael Vick, Carson Wentz, Alex Smith, Carson Palmer, Matt Ryan, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Jacoby Brissett, Russell Wilson, Nick Foles, obviously, Mahomes, Jared Goff, Derek Carr, Drew Brees, Kyler Murray, Matt Stafford, Ryan Tannehill, Justin Herbert, Mike White, Andy Dalton, Baker Mayfield, Case Keenum, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy G, and Tom Brady. But no Kirk Cousins. All right. So, I mean, I think that is just, just, uh, just a confirmation of what we already knew. The whole point of this is, if you're a good team, you don't lose to Kirk Cousins. That's the barometer. If he's on your schedule, that's the most important game of the year. Circle that one. If you lose that one, you're doomed. I mean, Jimmy G went three. Jimmy G went three and zero last year against the teams that played in the Super Bowl. The Forty Nine ers the first team to ever do that. Go three and zero against the teams that played in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm mad. <laughs> Still mad about that. Browns um, beat the Bengals twice last year. I saw that's that's where Baker Mayfield, uh, Baker Mayfield's name and Case Keenum's name. That's how Case Keenum got on there. Yeah. The power is strong with the Kirky curse. He's just not like what the fuck, man. There's, it doesn't have to be this way, but apparently it does. Like, you're a, you're an above average NFL quarterback. And I rattled off a bunch of guys 
that are fucking nobodies, washed out of the league, failed miserably, never even sniffed 120 starts. And some of those guys might might have gotten carried to to those those wins. Sure, but they won. Kirk hasn't gotten carried one time. The uh, the Vikings since 2018 are tied with the Jaguars for like third to last place in wins against teams that finish the season with a winning record. Like the teams that are down at the bottom of that list are all the teams you'd expect to be down at the bottom of that list. Let me see if I still have it up here. No, I don't have it up anymore. Did I take a picture of it? It's that good, good content where I'm... Oh, I did take a picture of it. Nice. Fucking genius. Dude, the Kansas City Chiefs against teams since 2018, so since Patrick Mahomes took over, and Kirk Cousins went to Kansas City. Minnesota. Kansas City is 26-14 and 14 against teams with a winning record. That's a sixty-five. That's a six-fifty winning percentage. That's basically like an. That's you're an eleven-win team if you just played winning teams. That's how fucking good the Chiefs have been since 2018. Mm-hmm. Like the next best team is so it's like Tennessee is five hundred. They're nineteen and nineteen. Um, there are two teams that are one game over five hundred: the Saints and the Rams. And that's it. Those are the four teams. Like the the Niners are in fifth place at sixteen and twenty two. Wow. So it's like when you're playing good teams, you're supposed to, you know, you're. Turns out you're going to lose. On average, you're going to lose way more than you win. Yeah. But, but the teams that are down in the single digits, Minnesota seven wins. They're below Arizona. They're below Carolina. Um, they're, they're the Giants, Atlanta, Washington, the Jets, and they're tied and Detroit. Those are the only teams that Minnesota has won more games against winning teams. They're so bad against winning teams. Yeah. The Kirky curse. I thought the new, uh, that new coach was going to come in and light that offense on fire but not tonight oh did they thought didn't they they, yeah. they really thought They're like this is our year we got rid of zimmer <sighs> mike zimmer said mike zimmer is stroking himself right now <laughs> i think i read that he's uh sorry he's got a banging like 26 year old girlfriend she is stroking mike zimmer right now <laughs> I think he's working with Dion down at like Jackson State University. He is. He is. He was Dion's like secondary coach when he was in Dallas. And they've like stayed close. Huh. So let's see. Mike Zimmer hates Kirk Cousins, but Dion Sanders loves Mike Zimmer. Yeah, okay. Mike Zimmer's okay in my book. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That, plus that, the girlfriend. Plus, yeah, doing- plus the banging like 25 year old girlfriend. Um, Kirk Cousins is I like I said it last 
I, I, was it last week or some? I've I've said it a bunch, but that oh no, I said it on my on my 49ers uh, live stream on week one because somebody asked me about Jimmy G or maybe they asked me about Jimmy G this week or something like that, and I said he's the anti Kirk Cousins or sorry he's the anti Carson Wentz, a great leader, um, and and his teammates love him. Um, Kirk Cousins is closer to Wentz at this point. I think like, and I don't think it's, it's yeah. He's just like, he threw the ball. There was multiple times on. So he threw his third interception, Darius Slay in the end zone. And he tried three other times. Like he had three other passes on that drive that should have been picked off by Darius Slay. It was like the same guy every fucking time. (laughs) It's like, you want it or not? Take it. Take the damn ball. Take, take, take it. Oh my god, man. Um and I I I feel bad cuz then I you know I've got to post it. I've got to post about it. The posts do great. It's like it's my thing. It's like the go-to like oh, I came here just for just for the Kirk Cousins post. <laughs> this poor bastard. I'm here for the Kirky curse content. This poor bastard. He's made a lot of money. Uh, I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> the original fully guaranteed contract. Like, I'm I'm not even mad any I forgot that Kirk had the original fully guaranteed three year contract. Yeah. He got that from he got that from Minnesota. So it's like everybody's pissed off at the Browns for giving Deshaun Watson a, a guaranteed contract. Kirk Cousins had a guaranteed contract fucking back in 2018. There's like three years, 150 million, no, three years, 120 million or some shit, 110 million, fully guaranteed, the whole bit. First, first, first quarterback to get a fully guaranteed contract. Deshaun Watson just happened to be the second. He's just the only one with 24 fucking sexual assault accusations against him. And you know what? They're all worth it if, if they get Lamar Jackson out of out of uh, Baltimore. <laughs> right? Because uh, I'm pretty sure, like the Deshaun Watson contract is everything that's holding back whatever deal he's trying to sign. He's like, I want that 230 plus guaranteed million. He probably wants 250 million guaranteed. I I don't blame him one fucking bit. Yeah. I mean, every player in the NFL should want a fully guaranteed contract. The quarterbacks are the only ones with the leverage to go do it. And, dude, like, I don't know if you want to talk about that game, but, dude, he played, like, his best game of his career, and they lost yeah. the Ravens. Yeah. He had a crazy. They should have had him covering Tyreek. Right. <laughs> um, did you watch? So, I uh, – Josh Allen grew up a Niners fan. He grew up in the Central Valley. My dad grew up in the Central Valley, um, which is just east of east of San Francisco. That's how yeah. I'm a Niners fan. Uh, Josh Allen grew up around there, but like you know, Central Valley's big. It's not fucking like a little place. Um, yeah. And so my dad was like, "I'm trying to watch the the Vikings Eagles game because a content and b." Yeah, I'm not I don't need to watch Josh Allen for the same reason like I stopped watching Floyd Mayweather fights. Like I know how this is gonna fucking end. Uh they will tell me if I need to tune in because 
you know, it's like some so I, Twitter will tell me when I need to go watch the Josh Allen game. Um, yeah. But I'm if, if Josh Allen is playing at the same time as somebody else, I'm I'm just going to go watch a game that's going to be competitive. My dad was like, no, we're going to watch the Central California boy. Um, I said, OK, fine. But he's fucking amazing. He's got a cannon. He's so goddamn good. Dude, 317 and four touchies. I don't for yeah. one second. This is back-to-back weeks. I have no – I thought I was going to regret paying so much for him in our fantasy – in the fantasy auction draft. Yeah. And, like, he's far and away the most, like, expensive quarterback taken. And – because if it's not Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, you can basically get a bunch of guys. It's just yeah. fucking anybody. But I was I was certain that like Josh Allen is going to light the fucking league on fire this year, and he's doing that so far. Dude, he's that whole team looks great. Their defense looks really good. Obviously, Josh Allen looks really good. Doesn't seem like they're having trouble running the ball. It's early. We'll see. I mean, they've beat. I mean, dude, are the Titans the worst team in the league? After watching two weeks of football, who's who is the worst team in the league? I mean, they've gotten handled. Then they lose. They lost to the Giants week one, right? Yeah, but that was on a missed field goal at the end. Yeah, it's not all like you're. I mean, the Rams looked like the the Bills made the Rams look like dog shit, like dog shit. Like the articles after that Thursday night game were, the Rams are old, they're not deep, Stafford looks awful, and then you get them against a terrible team, up until the game was twenty eight to three, and it was I mean it was twenty eight to three at one point. Rams, yeah, like they were smoking the Falcons, and. Uh, that's what good teams do to bad teams is they don't play them even. They fucking smoke them. Well, the Bills smoked the fucking Rams, and now the Bills have smoked the fucking Titans. Um, so I just – I'm just going to assume the Bills are going to smoke teams until, like, until they stop. Like, until somebody stops them, I just – there's a reason they're the front runner this year. Yeah. Now it's but like, are they going to go wire to wire front, front runner? Different story. Well, they play Tua next at Miami. So they got Miami and Baltimore, the Bills' next two games. So we'll see how they do. But Miami, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Green Bay, the Jets, Minnesota. They got I guess Kansas City the regular one. season this year? Yep. And, and they got the, the Cousins curse? They got to they get past the Cousins curse? Yep. Man. So we'll know we'll know everything we need to know about the Bills in week when is that week ten against the Vikings. I was mildly blown away by Josh Allen never having beaten a uh, yeah, he's still a young. He'll he'll have more opportunities. All right. Um, okay. 
I think it's, I don't know, it's it's time. Oh, uh, the nice thing about watching the games with my dad is that uh, I get the same I get I get the same analysis fairly often from him when we're talking about every time he's watching Vrabel. He says, "I like Vrabel." Yeah. Oh, I know, I know, Dad. I know. <laughs> um, but uh, he goes, "I like Vrabel." Every single time, anytime a player's down, he's out there, and that's like the the most old school fucking shit. Like for my like, you know, my dad's seventy eight. That's just like. That's absolutely something that an old school fucking 78 year old man would fucking notice is like, he's not over there fucking like punching fucking numbers into his analytics spreadsheet. He's out there with his guy. He's down. down. He bleeds. I bleed. You bleed. Uh, Yeah, man. I mean, that's part. I think that's part of him being a former player. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking. Everything about him is great. I don't have any problems with variable. Um, any no problems with variable. I think, I think they made some mistakes with AJ Brown. I think uh, I I heard a stat: five of their top six players in in receiving yards all left. Yeah, I read that too. Five of their top six. It might take a minute for them to like work some guys in. Yeah. So, um, but I, I don't know, man. I think they're looking. Titans are looking pretty bad. I know it's only two weeks, but we'll see. Do you want to go first on Bias Boulevard, or do you want me to go first? Ugh, fuck <laughs> Bias Boulevard. We'll get we'll get the Browns out of the way. Um. That was the most depressing Browns loss ever. I think that might be the worst loss I've ever seen by the Browns. And this is, is the it? second time. They're, the, they're two of two teams that have blown a two-score lead in under two minutes. They did this against the Bears a couple years ago. I thought I saw something like Angry Browns fans posted something that I thought was like, the last team to do this was, was the like Browns. nineteen is the Browns in ninety one or something. I thought it was like some crazy gap, but is it is it not that? It was like twenty no. years or something like that. Yeah, it's been with yeah, it's been within the last 10, 15 years. Um, dude, I don't know. Their their secondary needs to like. I thought the secondary was going to be the strength of our defense. And two weeks in a row, multiple blown coverages. But I'll tell you what, man. Joe Flacco did look pretty good. Like, he played well. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Um, I had a lot of people tell me that. Like, he a looked good. Like, it's not like – yeah, I th- he, he played well, but there's no excuse. Like, honestly, they should probably – like, I would be fine if they fired their defensive coordinator because that that's like, a, that's like something you lose your job over. That was – the worst thing I've ever seen the Browns do, which is like saying something because they do <laughs> done a lot of terrible things since I've been alive. Um, but easily that is the worst loss I've ever seen by the Browns. It's hard to push a Browns fan to the brink. It's hard for a Browns fan. I imagine to be like, no, 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 no. I'm sure of it this time. 
That is the worst fucking piece of shit loss I've ever seen. Like there was like, there was a game in the early 2000s where they had won the game or they had thought they had won the game. And one of their defensive players took his helmet off and like threw it like the game's over. (laughs) And they got a penalty for him taking his helmet off that put the team in field goal range and they kicked a game winning field goal because of that. That was, that was the worst loss I could remember until today. Until was that yesterday. against the Chiefs? Yeah, Dwayne Rudd was the guy that took his helmet off for the Browns, and that was against the Chiefs. I can't believe I remember that that was against the fucking Chiefs. Dude, they um, lost a game at Jacksonville where they had to end the game early because fans were pegging the referees with bottles. <laughs> that was a pretty embarrassing loss. But In the 21st century. So that that was the worst. Losing to the Jets like that was the worst losing loss. Losing to the Jets, losing to former Raven Joe Flacco when you're up 13 with what? Three minutes to go? No. no a minute 22. Less. Minute 55. Minute 22. Nick Chubb scored a touchdown to put us up two scores with a minute 55 left. The Jets had no timeouts. And then our awesome rookie kicker missed the extra point, which ultimately ended up being a big deal because we lost 31 to 30. Um, but yeah. And at any, at any point after the missed extra point, were you like, oh, that's going to come back to hurt us? No. No, I like didn't that, think like, that. That, if, if that happens in the first quarter, you've got that sword hanging over your head, like, oh my God, please don't let this be a one point game. But with a minute 22 to go, he misses the extra point. You're like, fuck, 13 points. Yeah. No, I was I was just like that stupid fucking win probability thing that I keep seeing. 99.1% <laughs> chance of winning with a minute and 55 left. What the fuck? Truly, it's baffling how they still find ways. And I know it's early, but like I'm like, I'm gonna, it's gonna like in November, I'll tell you right now. We're going to see that fucking stupid graphic of teams in the playoff or in the hunt, and the Browns are going to be at the bottom of the in the hunt, and it's going to be cut, and they're going to miss the playoffs by one game, and it's going to be this game, and that's why it's important. It's a fucking A, dude. Joe Woods needs to be fired, and someone needs to figure out what, like, because this is two weeks in a row. They've given up two big 70, you know, big bombs. Like, we should have dominated both of our games, and they were both very close. So, Browns are still browning. And I am going to make an eight-hour drive tomorrow to go (laughs) to Cleveland, Washington. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah. To watch them against the Steelers team that isn't – didn't look that good either. Yeah, I just think the angriest – They need to play – like the angriest team in football on Thursday night. Otherwise, I'm going to be real mad. Because you, your, that, your round trip is going to be 16 hours. There's a chance that both teams don't combine for 16 points. <laughs> and, dude, like both games, we've ran the ball great. Like Jacoby Brissett played great this week, I thought. I mean, about as good as he's going to play. And... That fucking defense, dude. Our secondary is just giving up big plays. Two weeks in a row, man. 
I think but the sad part is I'm pretty sure like this one was like Denzel Ward's fault. It's like, dude, you just we just gave you all this money. You're supposed to be an amazing cornerback. Like, how are you getting beat over the top? Ugh. But yeah, that was a brutal. That was probably that was the worst loss in Cleveland Browns history, in my estimation. I mean, maybe not. You know, we've had the drive, like we've had big playoff losses, but that was pretty brutal. Because it's For the Jets. A- you know, we lost to we lost to Hall of Fame quarterback on the drive and the fumble and John Elway. This is the Jets and forty something year old Joe Flacco. <laughs> yeah. The when we looked at the schedule for the for the Browns and it was like wow they they could get off to a really great start like you you've got a tough stretch of games coming up where this is kind of what you were saying a second ago especially with Jacoby Brissett playing you need these fucking games man yeah um. That uh, that's my fear about the Bears game with the Niners, is that that fucking that kiddie pool we played in is going to be the difference between, you know, maybe winning the division at this point, maybe like who knows, right? Like, yeah, making um, I mean, making the playoffs even just yeah, miss it by one game. Like even if it's the difference between like the two and the three seed. Right? Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Um, you know what the good thing is? That uh, Trevor's not here during Bias Boulevard to fucking talk about the 2-0 and o fucking Giants. Yeah. I'm happy for Trevor there. I wish he was here. Somebody could be in a good mood. <laughs> because, like, honestly, uh, like... Browns need to fire their defensive coordinator. I like he should be gone. You're like no, 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 no. I meant what I said a second ago. They need to fire their defensive coordinator. Yeah, he should be gone. Oh, um, I, I guess I'll go. Okay. I do not like. Filming myself watching 49er games. (laughs) Oh, my God, man. Yeah, I think Um, I told you. I was like, dude, I could never film myself watching Browns games. Yeah, Yeah, I would get get canceled for the things I would say. Um, (laughs) The... So... I'm watching I'm watching the game, right? And Trey Lance has carried the ball twice and taken some decent sized hits. I think at this point the Niners are they're up three nothing, I think, because Kyle Shanahan refuses to kick. Um who refuses to go for it on fourth and goal inside the five with a it was like fourth and two inside the five and i'm like apoplectic over i'm like listen you've got trey lance you've got all of a sudden you've got the read option 
You've got fucking all sorts of you got an RP, you got RPO stuff, you got read option, you've got all sorts of fucking crazy shit. You're Kyle fucking Shanahan. Drop something cool on fourth and two to go get a fucking touchdown. Don't play close games with the Seahawks. Like this is that's like a that's a fuck around and find out, you know, guarantee that if you fuck around with the Seahawks and you let them stay close. Something bad will happen to the 49ers and, and the Seahawks will win. And nothing would have been worse. I thought. <laughs> than going going to um to the C and and having it be the Seahawks. And now the fucking Geno Smith is two and oh and they're in first they're two games up on the Niners. I'm like getting mad about a, a fake scenario at this point. But I'm like I'm apoplectic. I'm like I'm like why are you such a pussy? Why? And and then we get the ball back, and the defense is playing amazing. Second straight game that the Niners have shut out their opponents in the first half. Yeah, Bear, you know Justin Fields and Geno Smith. Not the you know do it this week against. Well, do it this week against some Broncos, and we'll we'll talk right. right? Um. Uh, and and like Trey Lance has run the ball a couple times, and he's taken a couple of hits. And he's not sliding, and he runs it the third time. And and I say, and I can, I, I'm I'm gonna go pull the clip for probably TikTok and YouTube Shorts and shit like that. But I say. You know, there's a little bit too much crunch. I hear too much crunch when Trey Lance is running the ball. Like it's just it's it's the noises aren't right for when you're running when your quarterback is running the ball. And then they like cut around and all of a sudden they like the camera fucking snaps back. And Trey Lance is on his back writhing in pain and it's just oh my fucking god. Well, dude, he got up. He like stood up right away, and then, and then he went back down. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then they put the air cast on him below the knee, and I'm like, "That's a broken fucking shin, or it's a broken ankle. It's not an ACL tear." And I was even thinking maybe there's a chance he's like back in like 12 weeks or something like that. And like, you know, he comes back and maybe he's the backup for the, you know, give us some insurance in case Jimmy gets banged up. And then like, obviously it comes out. There was a dislocation, fucking ligament damage and a broken fucking ankle. It's like fucking cool. Um, so that was, I think for like 12 minutes of, of real time and maybe longer. But I mean, I cheered when Jimmy threw the touchdown, but like, I just kept going, man, I am so fucking sad for Trey. Like he's had to fucking listen to this bullshit about like, Hey, he's not ready. Jimmy should they shouldn't they should let Jimmy start. They shouldn't trade Jimmy. Then they don't trade Jimmy. And now 
he doesn't play well week one, and they lose. Nobody's giving him credit for being the fucking monsoon. Like, it's kind of like an aside. They're like, you know, under 50% passing. Granted, it was a monsoon. It's just like this little aside. Like, they're like critiquing his play in a fucking monsoon. When, from a completion percentage standpoint and some other metrics, like, he played he played better than Justin Fields and played better than a lot of guys. I got into the advanced stats stuff. And then for this to happen in the first quarter of game two, man, just fucking, I just fucking feel fucking terrible for him. Um, yeah, I saw uh, one of Notre Dame's recruits is from the Bay Area, and he reposted a video of a Niners fan just going off on Kyle Shanahan about running Trey Lance all the time, or a lot kind of in the first game and then running the power quarterback up the middle. I mean, I said early, I said before the injury, I said before the injury, and I think I even said it last week as well, that I thought that Kyle would be more aggressive with, like, having Trey opens up the playbook from having Jimmy, right? They, they're going to throw deep. They've got read option. They've got quarterback runs. They've got all these other things. But having Jimmy as the backup also opened up the playbook because Kyle could be a little more aggressive on some of these runs and, and give it to Trey more often because if he got hurt, if he got dinged up, they'd have Trey. But, like, nobody's expecting a dislocated fucking ankle. Um, and the more I've thought about it, I'm not – mad at the play i'm more i'm actually more mad about the fucking field goal shit inside the five yard line than i am about running trey up the middle like i mean how many guys run up the middle in the league every single week and don't break their ankle yeah it's a fucking fluke shit dude like it's and 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 i've got issues with kyle's lack of aggression right um, and I do, I would have, you know, it's like, I would like to see, like, it felt like against the bears and then in the early play calling against the Seahawks, it felt like we're more talented. We're not going to do anything to lose the game rather than, Hey, let's go out there and fucking put up 40. Like you've got Debo, you've got I, you 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 don't have Kittle th- that week, um, you know you're you're down. I guess you know you're you're down two skill guys in the running in Elijah Mitchell and and Kittle, but you still have Debo and Ayuk. Maybe it was the offensive line. I don't know, man. But I don't know why he's for as confident he is in himself. And cocky and fucking brash and like I don't give a fuck to be such a pussy when it comes to the field goal thing. Like you have the mo- you have a top five roster in the NFL. You your team your defense hasn't given up a fucking point in the first half in two weeks. It's been your defense has been slaughtering your offense in training camp. And 
you don't trust them that if you do turn the ball over inside the five that they're you think that the other team's just gonna march down the field on them like you fucking kidding it and it's just like he's too smart to fucking do any of this to, to be continually doing this shit and it comes back to bite them they're up 20 nothing and they're down inside the fucking five again and they bring robbie gold out again and you get a block kick turns into a return for a touchdown and i'm going through the math on the live stream i'm like okay uh you've got like four things that can happen here right it's uh you're up 20 nothing you go up 27 nothing fucking huge right you go in 23 nothing okay fine what's it between 23 and 20 nothing probably not that much right um if you go up if you're only up 20 nothing and they're stuck on their four yard line you're getting the ball back at no worse than your 40 like they're not fucking driving they're just that, that seahawks team wasn't doing shit um and the worst case scenario is they block a kick and return for a touchdown and like what so three good things one terrible thing but we don't go for one of the three good things Uh, it's just um that's the frustrating thing for me and it's like we're seeing this so much we're seeing aggressive stuff from other coaches who aren't Kyle Shanahan, who aren't as good a play caller as he is. And yeah. this is actually the this is the this is the actual beef that people have with Kyle. And 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 this is one of the beat reporters put this the best way. The Niners have had a great running game the last three years with Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback. Why can't they st- and and without Jimmy running the ball? Why can't yeah. they have the same running game without Trey Lance running the ball? And and the next step from that is if you want your fucking rookie quarterback or basically, you know, guy making his fourth start, if you want your this guy making his fourth start to get better throwing the ball, let him throw the fucking ball. Yeah. He's uh how uh, how concerned are you with his long-term development now? Because this is this will be 3 years now without him playing. You know, played a little bit his rookie year, he played one and a half games this year and didn't play last year in college. So, um I looked it up. This is more math for for not Joe today. Uh, more time on stathead.com. Shout out stathead.com. Uh, if he starts week one in 2023, which they're saying he'll be healthy, mm-hmm. it'll be his it'll be his fifth start. He'll be 23 years and 124 days old for his fifth start. Um, he'll be younger than Derek Carr was for his fifth start, younger than Joe Burrow was for his fifth start, younger than Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, and Jimmy G. I don't think it's a deal breaker. I don't think I don't think it's I mean, would would he be better off playing this year? 
undoubtedly, wholeheartedly, I'm not ready to call somebody who's going to be 23 and uh, has Kyle Shanahan hopefully in I owe you one mode, right? Yeah. You know, um, uh, that, you know, is – I don't think that – like he's still – we're still going to have a top five roster in the league. Uh, He's still going to have Kyle Shanahan – offensive mastermind conservative offensive mastermind as his Mm. as his coach and uh and there will be no jimmy g there next year so you know i I, there's not if i'm trey lance i'm like you know this fucking sucks but i'm not in the wrong spot yeah i'm not with the wrong team i'm not worried about the direction of the franchise like you know um, it's, it's not that it's, you know, it's yes. Would, would we rather him not be, would we rather him be working on accuracy and his throwing motion and his mechanics in the off season rather than rehabbing? Yes. But I mean, hopefully he's because it's a break and it's not a ligament, hopefully, or sorry, but it's not a knee ligament. Hopefully that means he's not, you know, he's not, pushing up against training camp in terms of recovery and that like he's a hundred percent in time for OTAs and everything else to, to, you know, be with the team and be working on shit like that. Um, and you know, another year of classroom stuff to learn the offense even better, you know, like, this would be devastating. I'm I'm sad about this. I'm sad about this for Trey. Um, mm-hmm. But there's two things that this does. One, it has been like 500 days or some shit since they drafted him. And every day since then, Niners fans have been bitching and arguing about who should be fucking the starting quarterback. And you know what got carted off on fucking Sunday in the first quarter? The quarterback controversy. There's yeah. no quarterback controversy anymore. You can bitch about Jimmy, but you don't get to bitch about Jimmy and say Brock Purdy should be starting because that disqualifies you from all rational fucking conversation with me. If you bring up Brock Purdy with me in my DMs, I'm just shoving you into restrict and I will never <laughs> fucking see you again. Uh, yeah. Uh, now, the other thing it does is it eliminates the variance from this season instead of being a team that, Hey, we might start slow. Hopefully Trey's geared up because the schedule gets tough and, you know, 10 and seven, 11 and six would be a dream. Now you've got a guy that's been to a super bowl and and been to two NFC championship games. And other than him getting hurt, the variances from this season is gone. Like other than like him or Bosa or Trent Williams getting hurt, basically a lot of the variance from this season has been taken out. And we don't have the outcomes are like, instead of being like, Hey, we're going to be okay to great with, with Trey. Like we start. Okay. And we're going to have to fight for some wins against teams we shouldn't have to fight with because he's learning the ropes. But he's going to grow over time to 
holy fuck, look at what the offense looks like now. Um, to we're going to be a very good football team as long as Jimmy stays healthy. That's just it. We're just going to be a very good football team. We're probably going to win yeah. 70% of our games because Jimmy's won 70% of his games and Kyle fucking crushes it when Jimmy's a quarterback. And this is the best skill positions that players that Jimmy's ever had around him. You know, Ayuk, a full season of locked in Ayuk, a full season of fucking all pro Debo. Um, you know, another full season of all pro Debo. Uh, Kittle, if he can get healthy. You know, and, and uh, you know, maybe the, the the offensive line, like, was was graded out like they had a good game so it's like if this is real and oh and the defense is fucking insane like the defense is fucking insane right now um stomping teams that they should be stomping so like you know it's uh we're gonna be a very good team and and we should now and and an article came out. Mike Silver wrote that there's people in the Niners locker room were saying that we're better off. We're a better team with Jimmy. I'd completely fucking agree. But the point is, we're going to be very good. We're not going to be great. Yeah. And Trey gives us the opportunity to be great. And the goal was to get him dialed in so that he, we could be great and that we could run over a team in the Super Bowl that you couldn't throw anything at us because we'd have somebody who could change the game himself and not have to rely on other people to do their jobs. Um, and we don't have that now. And so now we've got to be a much more complete football team, but this is a better team than we had last year. And that team almost went to the Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you certainly are familiar with Jimmy G, and he, I mean, he came in and he played like he's always played in that game. So, yeah, and with like no practice reps, just comes yeah. in, fucking big fucking smile on his face. The fucking team loves him. Everybody's fucking happy for him. You know, he's stoked. Um, what was interesting to me about the the post game interviews with the Niners guys was how often they said they loved Trey. Like that was that yeah. stood out to me. Like that, that specifically, several guys said how much they love that they love Trey. Um, and that's not a word you throw out there just for anybody. Yeah, like, I think I I think that this team adores Jimmy, like fucking head to toe, top to bottom, back to front, like. They will ride. They just appreciate Jimmy and they love Jimmy. Um, but I'm not worried about the team not liking Trey. Like, I think it's just, I think, I think, you know, I think they do like Trey. Um, yeah. But like, they've, they've been through wars with Jimmy and now they get to another one. And, and I wrapped up the fucking stream with this on, on Sunday. I said, you know what? There's a last, da- there's a last dance aspect to this team right now is that now there is a finality to uh, to this with Jimmy. Like, whereas last year it was like, hey, what happens? Like, what what if we win the Super Bowl? Are they going to bring Jimmy back? You know? What if, what if we go to the NFC Championship game? Are they going to bring Jimmy back? What if Trey's not ready? But Jimmy's contract is up, and he's going to play well, 
and uh, you know if he's, he's just got to stay healthy, mm-hmm. and which isn't easy. Um, but but Jimmy's going to be gone next year, and and so there's a I there feels that with everything that Jimmy's been through the last six months, I can I can sense the possibility of a hey, we're not going to let Jimmy walk out of here without a ring. From like the rest of the team. So that's my best case scenario for the season is that the team is like sitting there going like, yeah, we are going to fucking rally around fucking Jimmy. 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 Um, so, yeah, there's that. All right. Um. Hey, we got a. Uh, I should have done this earlier in the podcast. We got a fucking sponsor. Nice. Juice Reels, which is an app on the App Store, and uh, I'm going to put the link in my. I'll put the link in the description here to his Instagram yeah. page and to the App Store. But um, it's like it's bet tracking software. Yeah, and knows like it. It tracks like. Whether you're up, whether you're down, like what types of bets you're winning on, what types of bets you're losing on and shit like that. And it's like for a fucking <laughs> like if I was betting, this is exactly the type of shit I'd be using because one, I'm a, a fucking Excel freak like that. I'd be doing this on my own. And so to be able to have a completely free app to do it with uh, so I didn't have to do it would save me time and help me spend more time with my family. But um, the. uh the the cool thing is it's like i would want to know like hey am i you know like i'm looking at my the the fake bets that i've like made like, on my made page, the, on my page this, the last two weeks and yeah I'm like i and and the pick them i'm terrible at picking games that are like big point spreads and it's like if i if i had this app i might be able to track that type of shit to where it's like hey if it's a big point spread just stay the fuck away because you're a fucking idiot so, anyways, Juice Reels official. I'll put the fucking Instagram link in the description, uh, and uh, come check, it, go check it out, and uh, I'll put a link in in uh, um, on my uh, on my story tomorrow. So, um, anyway, shout out to Juice Reels. For- I need to check it out, man. I, w- I went two for four this weekend. The yeah, lion. dude, download it and fucking let me let and let's do. You can do a fucking review of uh, Juice Reels next week on, or on third mm-hmm. on. Yeah, we'll do it next week on the pot on on Monday. So, yeah, I uh, went two for four this weekend, two for three last weekend. So decent start for my my bets. <laughs> I so I've picked three games in back to back weeks now. Um, I've only won two out of the six games. Both games were the Browns games. Nice. I bet, I bet the Browns to cover against the uh, against the Panthers. I was like, this team's way too talented to be fucking only getting like a point and a half or giving up a point and a half to the fucking Panthers. Yeah. But then it flipped the other way, and I said, you know what? Jacoby Brissett is just – I just don't like – I don't care that it's the Jets. Uh, I – I think uh, six points is six and a half points is just too much for Jacoby Brissett to be getting. And unfortunately, yeah. I was, I, unfortunately, fortunately, I was. Uh, that's so I'm, but I lost on the on this. I lost my Seattle pick. I picked Seattle because Kittle's out. 
I figured they'd be con- I figured they'd be conservative. I figured it would be a close game. It was not a close game. Um, right. And then I thought the fucking I missed the Steelers by half a point. I thought the Steelers would beat the would beat the Patriots, but Mitch Trubisky <clears throat> does not look like the fucking answer. So no, that was the game. That was one of the bets I won. The Steelers. Yeah, the Patriots. Yeah, that game, and then the Lions. I bet on them, and they they came through as well. So nice. yeah, nice. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of where we're headed with with tank talk right now. Is uh, I'm I'm two for four on my called bets on my story, um, but uh, no, obviously uh, no new inductee into the Cousins Curse Hall of Fame. Um, but for the draft we did last week, uh, you only got three right. D- Trevor and I each got five right. Yeah. But um, my first pick, the Colts, didn't even score a fucking point. <laughs> 24 nothing. The team that I was like, I was more sure. So I had my pick of of 30 NFL teams because the Bills and Bengals had already been taken. I had my pick of 30 NFL teams and I picked the Colts with my first pick in the draft and they yeah. didn't score a fucking point. But see, you, you tried to, <clears throat> you, you tried to, you tried to work your week two curse and it backfired on you. You yeah, were going to pick the Rams. You should have picked the Rams week one, but you decided you had the turnaround so you got the Colts first, then the Rams, and it totally backfired. <laughs> I tainted my own taint. <laughs> Horseshit. Um, but let's see. We all three of us went one for two on our top two picks, but we all got our third pick right. I yeah. barely got my third pick right. The Broncos, Trevor had the Giants, you had the Niners. We all missed our fourth pick. All missed our fourth pick. Um and then, uh, yeah, so I had the Rams, Broncos, Philly, Bucks, and the Jaguars, the last pick in the draft. I took the Jaguars. So I ended up – I didn't realize at the time, but, like, I ended up – I was, like – I was looking at the, those teams at the end, and I'm like, you know what? The Colts have never won in Jackson – haven't won in Jacksonville in seven years. I'll take the Jags with my last pick. There's a flyer. Fuck. <laughs> 24. Oh, wait, so we're so we're how are we grading it again? Like so you and Trevor tied. Yeah. Um because we're we saying like are we gonna do it by game or by do it like a five three zero or are we gonna do it uh like just off cumulative record? I don't know. We'll take this. Well this is this is a text message conversation. <laughs> um there were so many good fucking games though this week. Yeah, like, this was every, a crazy week. every single game had some kind of craziness. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess we'll we can start with the fucking Bucks and Saints. Bucks, the Saints got fucking robbed. First of all, yeah. Um, the refereeing in the fourth quarter was fucking atrocious. Like. I didn't get to see any of it. What happened? Uh, just the, the phantom fucking Brady pass interference calls, like type of shit. It was just, um, just not. 
it's the st- it's it it was the type of calls that you look at them and you go like the people that are sitting home with their tinfoil hat on going games rigged they're sitting there they they are like just like mike zimmer is just stroking themselves to fucking brady getting flags it at, at when they're playing terribly and brady just gets a flag out of nowhere to extend a drive um it's uh it was it was pretty egregious still don't yeah. think anything's rigged but yeah um but then you got mike mike fucking evans and um was it marshall Lattimore fucking yeah going, going round two yeah second time they've gone at each other like this and mike mike i think mike they just said he's suspended for a game now yeah mike evans I mean, it makes and and dude, the the league's gonna look into fucking Arians too, because Arians was like, they're like, yeah, the retired coach, the front like he's just uh, he's just down there on the sidelines, and he said something to Mike Evans, and Mike Evans just fucking took off and yeah. just fucking like hockey checked Marshawn Lattimore. There's your uh, there's your uh, hockey reference for the fucking podcast, boys and girls. Damn it, um, just uh, just fucking cross-checked Marshawn Lattimore and then like like they, they there's this close-up of him going but 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 it's Tom Brady what do you want me to do yeah <laughs> that's all that nobody's gonna fucking punch Tom Brady in the middle of a fucking game Tom Brady's like, fine he's fine Tom Brady turned around to talk shit <laughs> I, I love that about Brady by the way I love how fucking yeah. I love how fucking animated he gets when he's talking shit um yeah yeah james kind of fell apart in that game and dude the the quote from devin white was like basically we knew yeah we knew if we just we just gave him enough time he throws the ball yeah that post game this post game interview he he was so nonchalant about it too i was like oh okay yeah and um, Chris Godwin called uh, Leonard Fournette was doing an IG live from the plane, and Godwin called out Devin White, and and Fournette was like, "Hey, I'm recording." And he's like, "Oh, whoops." <laughs> um, he said, "Why'd you say that about Jameis?" That's funny. The um, so I was wrapping. I was I was wrapping up the stream, and. And in the process of wrapping up the stream, like the Niners are a game sealed. It's 27, three, whatever the final score ended up being. And the Falcons are charging back. Like it was 28 to three and yep. everybody got their fucking jokes off. Cause the Rams were up 28, three and the Falcons were down 28 to three. And all of a sudden the fucking Falcons start coming back. <laughs> And then it's like 3117 or some shit. And then it's like, holy shit, it's 3125. And then they've got a shot at a then they've got this shot. And then uh, it's like, oh, they no, no, no. They're gonna get the ball back. They're gonna get a shot at a Hail Mary. And fucking numb nuts Mariota doesn't even get the ball up. Doesn't even get it up. Can't get it up. Classic Mariota. I, w- I needed that so badly. Like the Rams could have been 0-2 after two games at home and giving up a 28-3 lead to the Falcons. 
<laughs> and I kind of wanted it for the Falcons too because like there's there was cathars there was healing. We were watching healing happen. <laughs> and it was and it was it was taken from us. Falcons but don't want to It's Atlanta. Things are going to end badly. I think that's the lesson. I'll tell you what. Kind of regretting drafting Pitts so far. He's been terrible. He's got like three catches in two games. Uh, No, he's got four for 19 yards in each game. Okay. (laughs) He's got 3.9 points in each game in PPR. That's Um, huge. Which I'm sure – I'm sure – so Caesar has been – blistering travis because travis spent 50 dollars on on pits in uh in the auction league yeah like 25 dollars more than anybody spent on a fucking tight end and he doesn't even have eight points this season <laughs> so tra- caesar's just been been blitzing blit blistering travis with stuff um the uh where do we even go next I mean, why are the why are the bears in prime time? We I would just say, play. yeah, we can just get that out of the way if you want. Yeah, just like just stop putting the the bears have their one fucking game. Stop putting bears versus Aaron Rodgers in the in prime time. Yeah, I mean the guy absolutely dominates them. It's no no reason to watch that anymore. Yeah, we're good. In prime seen time. It. Yeah. It's, it's I think, like, I think, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it's 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 like watching hour three of a gangbang. Like you know, it's like we <laughs> get it <laughs> already. We Lot don't. Yeah, like um, we're I'm, we're set. Like it's just it's just the same thing over and over and over again. This this could have been five minutes long, and you just fucking replayed it on a yeah. loop. Um. <laughs> The game of the week, though, probably was the Dolphins Ravens game. Yeah, hundred percent. That game was crazy. 100%. I haven't even watched it yet. I was just, I was just seeing it. and f- fucking Directv again, again Directv. Fuck you, dude. Um, they suck. They I, suck uh, mine, fucking- mine went out, and like, dude, I haven't signed into it in three years. I just have that shit saved on my PlayStation. So it went out, and I had to sign back in. I was like, I have no fucking idea what my password <laughs> or username is. And I tried to call them, and I couldn't get through because it was Sunday. I would call back Monday between these hours. I was like, fuck you. Oh no, dude! For the streaming service, you don't. You if you've got streaming ticket, there is no fucking customer service. Doesn't matter. Yeah, there is. I got it. I got through. You you got through? Oh fuck that, yeah. dude. Yeah, dude. I hate that company so fucking badly i know i had to watch like basically the whole second half of that shitty browns game on on some illegal streaming service that it kept like going in and out god this sucks the uh no but i i uh what was the local did we even have we had a local game i forget what the local game was it wasn't i mean it wasn't a local game i forget what the morning game was um but uh, yeah, it was. I hate Directv. I'm so glad they're fucking losing it. I don't care yeah, if it gets it as long as it's not them. Um, no, I, two it through six fucking touchdowns and what four in the fourth quarter alone? 
Yeah, he's he's my backup quarterback in two leagues too, and he's sitting on my bench while Tom Brady can't do shit. It's Fifty points for him. Are you starting Dude, yeah. in week three? That's that was my question here. Is is he fantasy relevant? He's the number one quarterback in fantasy football. I right get now. that, but are you gonna start him? Yeah, he only, had, he only had 15 points in week one, 16 points or something in week one. Yeah. Um, they play Buffalo next. Well, they're going to be throwing. Yeah, they're going to be down. So. Yeah. But yeah, that game was crazy, dude. Like Lamar Jackson went off. Like his game, his stat line was even like just as crazy. He's he's this is this feels like a an audition for him. Like somebody come get me. If yeah. You, if you, I will, you know, somebody come get me. I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna. He um, had three twenty one to twenty nine for three hundred eighteen yards and three touchdowns, no interceptions, no sacks, nine carries, one hundred nineteen yards and a touchdown. Whew. And they lost. <laughs> Somebody asked me, "Is like, are you worried about the Ravens?" I, I was like, I spend less time worrying about the Ravens, I think, than it's like the Ravens and Steelers. I just always expect to be good, unless they're just you know completely yeah. banged up. Um, but like, it just feels like my whole fucking life they've just been good, um, or at least as long as the Ravens have been around. Sorry, Doug. Um, yeah. Fuck that place. <laughs> uh, Patriots and the Steelers both look like shit. Yeah, that had to have been an awful game to watch. The Giants. Um, somebody asked, are they the worst two and O team that we've ever seen? Ever? <laughs> um, I'm like, I I can't answer that. But yeah. I mean, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones threw 34 passes to get 176 yards. Good Lord. They, they have uh, Tanner Hudson, I think, is maybe the, their first string, definitely second string tight end. And the Niners cut him, like, in preseason. Yeah. Um, Good pass catcher, but like you know, you've got to be able to block for the Niners, and he's just not a guy that wants to block. Um, they've got Matt Breida, and they've got Richie James, and that's a lot of 49ers cast offs for one team to have. So, I mean, I guess I'm rooting for those guys, but yeah, they're if you look at their top receivers, Richie James, David Sills, Shepard, Hudson, Bellinger. Their three tight ends are ahead of Barkley and Kadarius Tony and Galladay. And is there someone else they have there? A receiver I'm not thinking of. That's uh, did you see Kadarius Tony? Yeah. But Jesus. two and up. How about them, Giants? Good for them. New York. I mean, I think in the beginning of the season, we were shitting on New York football and look at them. They're fucking. Three and one. Two and oh, and plus Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. Jesus Christ. 
But good, yeah, too bad Trevor's not here. I'd like to compliment Trevor, but he's not here, so. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah, you hate to see it. Um, Lions win. Jared Goff, monster fucking day. Dude, I am, like, back in the day when the Browns were taken away from us, like, the Lions had Barry Sanders, and that's who I rooted for. And I'm rooting for him again, man. Like, there's something about that team. I just I just want them to do well. There was – there's a clip that's gone viral about – with uh, about uh, the linemen that um, – Oh, yeah, your arm said. Yeah, well, the, 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 the Lions linemen is like – they're like, whatever his name is, is like stick, 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 or something like that. And fucking Eric Armstead, who is only – our Walter Payton Man of the Year award nominee. Like, this isn't fucking Antonio Brown fucking running his mouth. This is yeah. our Walter Payton Man of the Year fucking nominee going, yeah, that guy fucking used the N-word a bunch with, like, the hard R. E-R. Hard R. And, uh, and, like, put him on blast on his fucking story. It's like, oh, my God, dude. You imagine? <laughs> From either side of it. Yeah. Everybody's trying to do all this feel good stuff about this guy getting his first start in his six year career and he's racing. His heartwarming story. Oh man, the lines are really pulling together around a racist. <laughs> Dude, the lines look good, man. Amon St. Ra, he's a beast. Dude, that guy's on a run, man. Like like yeah. not less than seven or eight catches since like November of last year or some shit. I was so mad when he picked USC over Notre Dame. It was, it was a hard pill to swallow. Supreme talent. You don't want to talk about Notre Dame, do you? No, not really. They're not looking too hot. Um, Might be a long football year for me. They all are, Doug. Yeah. One way or another, they are all... Long football years for you. Indeed. Um, what else we got? Um, Jacksonville twenty-four. We already hit on that a little bit. Yeah, we hit on that. We we hit on that more from the Colts angle. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Because they were they were down big to the Texans. Yeah, and had to and had to make a furious comeback. Like they are borderline like what was what let me just look at let me just look at the week one well they better off with Carson Wentz like Matt Ryan looks like shit their offensive line looks like shit which is kind of surprising there's no way they were better off with Carson Wentz (laughs) that's just not I mean Matt Ryan threw for 352 in the in week one Um, but they were down Houston was up 20 to 3 before they put up 17 points just to come back and tie. So they are a furious fourth quarter rally away from being 0 and 2 when they started the season against the Texans and the Jaguars. Dude, his QBR last week was 6.2. This week? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Three interceptions, five sacks. He looks like shit. 
Jonathan and he didn't Taylor. look bad last year. No, 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 he didn't. Travis or Jonathan Taylor only had nine carries. Reich is going to be the one that loses his fucking gig, dude. Yeah, I mean, how how are you going? You're going to get Jonathan Taylor ten touches. Yeah, that's 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 illegal. Yeah. But yeah, I would say Colts are maybe the most disappointing team in the league. I thought they'd be a lot better. I I mean, you were you were pounding the table for <laughs> being in the top eight. Yeah. I don't know that you can get more disappointing than the Bengals, though. That's true. I mean, the, Bengals. The, the Bengals, Titans, and Colts. Are all 0 and 2. No, sorry, the Colts are a one on one. The Bengals, Titans, and Colts are all winless. Um the poor Raiders are winless. They got I Dude, that was a crazy game. I have I I might have I might have fucked the, the this one might be on me. The Raiders. Yeah. <clears throat> The Cardinals were up, or Cardinals were down, and Kyler Money are just throwing a fucking stupid fucking interception. And I'm feeling good because, yeah, we lost Trey, but we still got Jimmy. And I started doing the where is Kyler's where where is Kyler in the in the NFC West quarterback hierarchy right now. And I'm like, is he three? I'm like, is Jimmy two? Is Kyler Murray three? And from that point on, <laughs> uh, he went full fucking, like he took a little fucking the, the, the Mario star and just went crazy. Dude, he had that, that one play where it took 20 seconds so in real time for the play to develop, and yeah. he ran like 86 yards. You know what play I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The first two-point conversion. Is that what – yeah, that shit was crazy. He's – um, like, I, I, he's not a cheat code. He's He's like Vic to me. In that, like, his athleticism is so fun to watch that you forget that he does some truly fucking stupid things. Yeah. Pretty regularly. Did you see, um, I just saw something, like, a couple hours before we got on here. I didn't read it. Did some fan like punch or slap him in the face after the game? I saw the fucking the little fucking article about it, but I didn't like actually stop and watch the video. Yeah. Um I want like <laughs> there's some very easy child abuse <laughs> jokes here. Um <laughs> Don't hit your kids, kids. Yeah. Um But uh no, yeah, that I mean, you can take you can take the Raiders out of Oakland, but you can't take the Oakland out of the Raiders fans. <laughs> um, man, 
Are you just gonna punch Kyle? Listen, as somebody who is also five foot nine, we don't need to be punched. <laughs> All right, it's it's unnecessary. Yeah, it's redundant. It's literally the definition of punching down. <laughs> um, it's just it's uncalled for, and I stand with Kyler Murray and vehemently oppose all forms of violence against people that are 69 inches tall. It's uncalled for. It's rude. Uncouth. Um, but yeah, that was a crazy game. I think that's... Did we cover every game? I think we got every game. Do we want to make fun of Russell Wilson at all? <laughs> We didn't. We didn't do the Broncos game. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think the Broncos are probably headed for the Super Bowl this year. And Lock it um, in. Just uh, their coach is looking like an idiot so far. He definitely has a. Um, Like, uh, my dad owns the law firm type of feel to him. Um, do you know who my dad is? Yeah, not in a douchey way, though, but in like, in a, uh, in a Billy Madison kind of way. Okay, yeah. Where, like, did you? you know, I got a high school diploma because I paid your teachers. <laughs> I go to school to learn. <laughs> right. Um. That's that's. Did you? I posted it to my story, but uh, we sent it to me. Um. There's video of the Broncos fans. The the Broncos were having such issues with clock management. I did see this. That the stadium was counting down the play clock for their own fucking team. And like doing like the Bronx cheer shit when they actually got a playoff. Yeah. uh, I think they were asking what's his name, Wilson, about it after the game. He didn't have like. That's early. Yeah. That is so, so, so early for that shit. Yeah, this, is, this is that is like getting like that's like getting into a fist fight. It's like your wife punching you in the face on your honeymoon. Well, they were gonna kick that field goal and they got a delay a game, then they ended up having to punt it. I saw that. <clears throat> but seeing uh Russell Wilson and the Broncos struggle, I can I can take a little bit of satisfaction in that. 14 of 31 for 219. <laughs> Here's the good news for Russell Wilson. 7.1 average. That's that's a that's a go-to. Um uh only three sacks, you know, that's good. He got Here's sacked for less yards than Davis Mills got sacked for, obviously because Russell Wilson's elite. Um the QBR is a holy um 
it's it's an it's it's a stat it, it doesn't mean anything really you know it doesn't it doesn't measure what's in a, in a man's heart or just how much he loves jesus there's no yeah. there's no accounting for that in the qbr qbr has nothing to do with his personal take relationship your, with god take your, your 45.6 and shove it up your shove it up your 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 Scramble. butt yeah that would be good. I'm not even. I'm not even going to say the word that I wanted to say, just because Russell Wilson. We're talking about Russell Wilson. I'm not going to curse right now. Yeah, hole. But yeah, let's keep uh, let's keep that same energy all year, Broncos and Russell Wilson. Cortland Sutton went crazy. Cortland Sutton is. Uh, he went seven for one twenty-two. Nobody else on the team had more than twenty-eight receiving yards. Yeah, Judy got hurt, right? Is he yeah. is that a bad injury? Yeah. So they've got Judy's out. Tim Patrick tore his fucking ACL or some shit or broke something over the summer. The preseason, yeah. Now they're down to the Hamlin guy. Hamler? KJ Hamler? Yeah. He didn't even catch a pass. I don't even know if he's healthy. Um I mean the the Broncos are gonna it's Sunday night football, it's Russell Wilson and it's the 49ers. This is going to be tra- like I'm gonna be I'm and again. So week one, I uh I'm live streaming the Niners and they lose in a slop fest, and Trey Lance doesn't look great. Um week one. Okay, fine. Week two, Trey Lance breaks his fucking ankle. Cool. Week three is prime time against Russell Wilson. Well, and it's like that. it's just in time for the Broncos to be like, hey, you know what? Let's right this ship. You know, let's it's not too late. Let's just buckle down and try our hardest and and just <laughs> no matter what, just go out there and have some fun. And they like all of a sudden turn into the fucking 2007 Patriots. Like they'll, for one game, I fully expect Cortland Sutton to be Randy Moss, Ugh. and it'll be next week. It'll be Sunday. You should be feeling good about that matchup. Listen, I'd like to trust you. I would, but I've been down. I've been down this path. I know a thing or two Man. about it. I've, I've, we've. We've played Russell Wilson before, Doug. Yeah. And it's it's almost never pretty. It's yeah. like Niners and Russell Wilson is is just the the West Coast version of Aaron Rodgers and, and the Bears. So yeah, no, it's not that bad. It's the Niners have had more success, but like and and the games are closer. It's not the blowout spectacular. But it's it's very lopsided. Yeah. It's very very lopsided. Um, did you uh, you watch anything lately? Did you watch anything the last couple of days? Um, what did I watch? I watched a movie called X. Have you seen that? No. Um, it's like a horror movie. 
set in the seventies in Texas. It's kind of like almost a, it's kind of like Boogie Nights meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's how I would describe it. Uh, but that was pretty good. Um, but other than that, I watched, uh, yeah, there's not much I've been watching. I've been trying to watch the She-Hulk show, but it's kind of lame. My kid is fucking all about it. My yeah. Six-year-olds are all about it. Um, I haven't, I haven't watched it. I watched the first episode and haven't gotten into it. Um, but I've, I've been coming to these late. I've been coming to the Marvel shows late. Like I watched Moon Knight and just kind of knocked that all out in like two days. like, and kind of got to the end of it was like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you've said this a few times. They're not good enough to show them one episode a week. Right. Like, I'm not looking forward. Like if I was, if I was trying, I'm not, if I was trying to keep up with them in real time, I wouldn't be looking forward to it. It's like, oh, that's on. Um, the the wife and I are about to finish up for all mankind. That show's oh, completely man. fucking gone off the rails. Again, like in mostly a good way. I've, I'm um, way behind on season three. You're behind on season three. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I mean, like. There's there's only been a handful of shows in the I've been with my wife now this is like we're in year 18 married 10 and there's maybe I can maybe count five shows and I can't even count them off the top of my head I'm just being I'm just like guessing there have been five TV shows where she is like shrieked in the middle of episodes or started yeah. like talking to the the tv screen when she starts talking to the tv screen um that's one thing when she's talking to herself walking around the house and i go i go you're doing that only child thing again huh she goes what i'm like where you had nobody else to talk to so you just talk to yourself she's like, fuck you <laughs> yeah, enough. um the uh the the do you watch the grand tour their specials no. This one was really good. This one was yeah. really fucking good. Um one of them like almost fucking dies twice. Um <laughs> it's really fucking good. The um and then uh but yeah that was that was about oh, it. I watched uh have you seen Nope, the Jordan Peele movie? No. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> okay, I'm not missing anything. Yeah. Do um, we get any comments? comments? Did we get any comments? How do I find comments on here? I don't even know how to find comments on here. Yeah. Oh, no, there's comments. There's like a tide chat thing here, but I, nothing happens when I click on it. Oh, the Doug reveal. So it's uh, we got the Doug reveal. Been waiting to see that handsome face. Just got back from the Bills game. We got a team full of dogs. Dogs. Green um, lion. Random person. Whoa, it's Doug. Devin Bush. Doug is pretty cute. Um, <laughs> Juan Gonzalez. Doug be handsome. Um, <laughs> is that Owen? And what? So that sounds like something Owen would say, <laughs> right? Uh, and then and then uh, Gage. Says, thank God Trevor's in here. 
Oh man, I do miss Trevor. Yeah, um, I, would, <clears throat> I want him to have his time in the sun right now because who knows yeah, how the rest yeah, of the season will it's go. It's gonna come crashing. It's gonna come crashing down. So it's like you, we're not gonna know how low he gets until we really catalog just how high he's yeah. feeling right now. Well, hopefully he's available Thursday. I don't know if I will be. So, yeah, could just could just be a, a solo pod for old Not Joe. Uh-huh. Somebody, uh, somebody just DM me. Career stats, quarterbacks. Um, player A, sixty, sixty and two, completion percentage, sixty six percent, yards per game, two sixty one, TD interception ratio, two point four seven, playoff wins, one. Player B, 117 and 117, completion percentage, 60.3, yards per game, 241, TD interception ratio, 1.5, Super Bowls, 2. Uh, that's Kirk Cousins and Eli Manning, both 500 quarterbacks. That is the fucking difference, though. That's the only – nobody is ever nobody is ever saying that Eli Manning is one of the 20 greatest quarterbacks of all time. The only argument for Eli going into the Hall of Fame is you kind of need him to tell the story of the NFL. In terms of like the 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 the, the Canton is a museum and you can't just kind of like there is you can't just walk by, walk through and be like, wait, where's the guy that beat the paid to beat Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl? To, now, if, uh... was, if his if he'd only won one. If he was Joe Flacco, yeah, he's not getting in. But he's got two rings. Two rings, two MVPs, right? Two rings and two Super Bowl MVPs, yeah. He he's top like, ten and top ten in passing yards when he retired, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't put too much stock in the counting stats. Yeah. Um and I'm, I don't I don't, I don't I don't mind Eli being in the Hall of Fame at all. I've I'm over it at this point. Like I'm not gonna win the fight. I'm not gonna win the fight. Like I'm just like, it, as long as people are acknowledging that the reason he's getting in is because he beat Tom Brady twice. Like yeah, that's just just as long as we're saying that, that's fine. Um, you know, greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, if Troy Aikman's in there, if Troy Aikman's in there, then Eli Manning's in there. Right. I mean, like we're we're yeah, multiple rings, multiple Super Bowl MVPs. Fine. Like you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's whatever, but it's fine. Yeah. Um. But like, you wouldn't if you were drafting every quarter. If you were if you were drafting every quarterback ever to thirty two NFL teams right now. Eli's a backup. Probably. Top, I mean, like, of, all, of all time, yeah. I'm, I'm, including, I'm including guys that are playing right now, right? It's like, there's no way you're fucking taking Eli over Justin Herbert or fucking Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or any of these fucking guys, yeah. right? But, like, Dan Fouts is starting, you know? Montana's starting, Brady's starting. Peyton starting. Favre, that piece of shit, is starting. Eli's a backup. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, he'll go down <laughs> to the top, top 
60 quarterbacks to ever play the game. He just played really well in two different postseasons. Yeah. And the point is that Kirk doesn't. The uh, Kirk does not play well when the lights are the brightest. Yep. So Kirky. There are, there are things that uh and it's a, it's a it's the, you know, the, the the counting numbers, the things that I just rattled off. Yes, even and error adjusted, probably Kirk is, you know. As good as Eli, but when shit needed to happen, Eli rose to the fucking challenge and Kirk didn't. Like Kirk's anyways. It's a lot of Kirk talk today. Yeah. A lot of Kirk talk. Um but we got content. We got we got comments. Everybody's very happy that Doug's on camera. Ah, uh, yeah. Hopefully, I can. <clears throat> hopefully, I'll be able to do it like this moving forward. Nice. Yeah, you got the fucking. What do you What do you got in the background there? You got the ND and, and Notre Dame in the background. Is that a brownie thing on the? Sure, man. Play like the champion. Got the Notre Dame sign. That's like a. That's some random thing for the scooter farm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. farm. My it. little office. I love it. I love it. All right, man. Well. um we got that's that's the end of that. You got a podium for us this week? Oh, the podium. Mm, I forgot. Let's see. Uh, Frank, Frank Gore. Five, so, sure. so, top three favorite people of the week Frank Gore, uh, people who download the podcast. <laughs> given, um, uh, James fucking Garoppolo. Jimmy, Jimmy, all that drama, and you—he's right back where he was last year. I'm just—you know what? I am glad. I can't imagine having to be one of these assholes that has been dragging Jimmy for two, three, four years and bitching and moaning about what he can't do, and now there's no alternative. There's no way out. You're just gonna you're just gonna be I mean, you were miserable before, and you're just gonna be a miserable fucking cunt for the next fucking fifteen weeks, hopefully longer. And uh and you know what? I'm 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 glad I'm not one of those people. I'm glad I'm one of the people that were like, you know what? He's flawed, but he's he's mine. He's you know? your quarterback. Cheer for the guys on your team. Yeah. Like, I was, you know who I was really happy for this week? Tayshawn Gibson got a fucking pick. Oh, nice. Former Brownie. Yeah. Tayshawn Gibson got a, got a pick. Um, and, dude, uh, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Hufanga play against some better quarterbacks. But, holy shit, dude. I can't believe we got that guy in the fifth round. He is. Like he has got to stay healthy. That's his thing. It, he it wasn't is, his talent. It was his health. God damn it. Okay, well, he's on the wrong team if he wants to stay healthy. <laughs> wrong team drafted that motherfucker. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Well, now I got that hanging over my head. I think I told you uh, that on draft. Probably. I'm sure you did. 
But yeah, he's looking like the fifth, the, the Niners' newest fifth round steal. Nice. Yeah, Kittle, Drake Greenlaw was a fifth round steal. They just signed him to a two year, like nineteen million dollar contract. Good for him. Um, Hufanga. There's probably been some other guys too. But yeah, Niners in the fifth round, man. Fucking like clockwork. Nice. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you. Um, yeah. Thanks for getting the stuff. camera set up, and we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll do this. Uh, you're you're in Cleveland for the game on Thursday. Yeah, I will be. Uh, um, yep, in Cleveland, Brown Steelers. All right. Well, I'll, I'll send you the link, and if you want to call in for a little bit and just fucking, you know, give okay. us the give us the first fifteen minutes, see how you're feeling. Yeah, we'll uh, hopefully me and Greg are nice and sauced up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get we get dr- drunk, Doug, for for, for some, so hopefully it's a Cleveland victory, and we get happy drunk, Doug. Yes. Um, and uh, and that way I don't have to worry about you know any kind of cancellation process. <laughs> <laughs> Not All right, buddy, appreciate you. All right, cool, bud. Let it run. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.